This evening we celebrate uh, the birth of Jesus Christ as he came 2,000 years ago in this world in just an ordinary night. Could have been a night like this night. Just an ordinary night in an ordinary place. Bethlehem, just a little town in Judea. Could have been Armo, could have been Kincardine. He was born from ordinary parents. Just an ordinary couple, Bria and Joseph. They were righteous people, but it was just an ordinary couple. They were not royalty. They were not celebrities. Could have been Philip and Katie. They were born in a stable. Couldn't be any ordinary than that. Not in a palace. Not even in a hospital. Just in a barn. Could have been in any barn here in Bruce County. And the first people that it it was announced to were shepherds. And shepherds, they were just ordinary farmers. They had no influence in their societies. They were actually a bit of a rough lot. Could have been, you could call them the cattlemen of Bruce County. Could have been Jamie, although Jamie is not rough. He's a really nice guy. But uh, he's certainly not rough. Could be Ron, could be anyone that has cattle. And around them were ordinary, ordinary animals, just ordinary sheep, ordinary cows. And that was 2,000 years ago. And Jesus has ever since been coming to this earth uh, as the light to the world. And, and certainly still today, he comes as a light to us. And folks, he comes to all people, all men and women. And you are a chosen people. Whether you came through these doors just uh, a couple times or a hundred times, it doesn't matter. You are a chosen people. Whether we choose to follow the, the Lord and, and surrender us to him, that is our choice. But Jesus' choice was us, and we are we're very privileged with that. So shall we pray? Dear Lord, thank you so much. Thank you that you came to this world, that you, as creator of this universe and center of this universe, you came, Lord, to make us the center of your mission. Lord, we are humbled. You came, Lord, to give us a good life, to give us a purposeful life, give us everlasting life. Lord, as long as we acknowledge your kingdom and your lordship. Thank you, Lord, for all that. Lord, tonight we ask that you may uh, accept our worship, that you may bless the word, that you may be with Rob as he brings your message. Lord, will you bless him also physically as he had some, some difficult things a couple of weeks ago. Will you uh, strengthen him, Lord, and will you um, strengthen him with giving us your word. And may that word penetrate our hearts, Lord. May that word be a light to us and through us, so that there may be joy in our hearts and joy to this world. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's in your name that we pray. I want to thank you for inviting me. I really I'm so thankful that the government didn't shut this part down. Uh, doesn't seem like a year is right without a 
a Christmas Eve service. So I'm very uh, thankful and uh, to be able to join with you tonight. Thank you for your prayers concerning my health. And uh, I greatly appreciate it. I'm much better than I was. I'm going to read a, uh, from Matthew chapter 1. Uh, beginning at verse 1, is often a part of Scripture that uh, is ignored <laughs> uh, because it's a genealogy, a family tree. Reading at verse 1 of Matthew 1, the book of, Je- of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah, and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez, and Sarah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram, and Ram the father of Minadab, and Aminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Solomon, and Solomon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David the king." Now reading at verse 16. And Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who was called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations. And from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations. And from the, fort, from the de, uh, deportation to Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way when his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame resolved to divorce her quietly but as he considered these things behold an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. You will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Let us pray. Now, Father, as we meditate on your word now, we pray in the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll move on our hearts, that every mind might be absorbed, might be focused on Jesus Christ, your Son. Help us now, we pray, in Jesus' name. Glorify your name. Amen. As we've been singing our Christmas carols and heard the word of God being read, I hope by now your eyes and thoughts are focused on baby Jesus. It is more than just a nice story. Uh, We need to ask ourselves who he is, why he's come, 
and what should be our response to his coming. The Apostle Paul says in Galatians 4, verse 4, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of woman. The coming, coming of baby Jesus into this world marks the most strategic time in all of history. It is the fullness of time. When it comes to God and his plan for humanity, the coming of Jesus marks the greatest moment in all of history. His coming is what history pivots on. Baby Jesus has come and he is fully God and fully man. God has come and taken, taken on flesh, and that is why we call it, Jesus is called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And Jesus' express purpose in coming was to save his people from their sin. That's what his name means, as he, what we read tonight. He will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. No one else could save us from our sins but God in the flesh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and King. The angelic host declared the greatness of this day because it is the only time in history that we can read about that we hear the angelic host coming and proclaiming something to mankind, in this case the shepherds. The angels understood the importance of the birth of Jesus Christ and they will shout out glory to God in the highest. And to put it in our language, if we were saying it, maybe it would have went something like, wow, God, you're awesome. This is so great. You've come in the flesh. When we read some of the genealogy, Jesus' family tree, it began in Abraham. Abraham, who lived roughly 2,000 years before Jesus was born, was promised that someone in his family tree would arise, and through him all the families of the earth would be blessed. Up to that point in time, the world had been cursed with trouble, sin, and death because of Adam's sin. But that promise given to Abraham looked forward to a child who would come to earth and bring a reversal of the curse and bring blessing. So everyone who was a person of faith since the Abraham was given this promise has looked forward to a child who would come, who would reverse the curse of death and bring the blessings of eternal life. Family of Abraham, as we read, continued to grow for another thousand years until David became king of Israel. God promised to David that one of his descendants would become a great eternal king who would rule over his people. Isaiah would say of this promised king in Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. 
What we know in our world of all the kings and queens and prime ministers and presidents that have ever lived is that despite even their best intentions, they do not measure up to what we really need. We need a righteous king, a godly king, a wonderful counselor. We need the prince of peace. And that king has been born, and that king is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Jesus is not, the only, not only the most important person in history. He is the purpose of history. Jesus is not only the reason for the season, but he's the central reason for all history. Everything pivots around him. And do you know what God wants? He wants every eye and heart in this entire world to be fixed on Jesus and our lives given over to him. He is that important. He is to be the focus of our lives. Not only because he brings the blessing of Abraham or will be that righteous, godly king that we need, but because Jesus is God and he has come to suffer and die on the cross. He is the divine son of God, God in the flesh, dwelling amongst us. And because of that, it is so right to celebrate his birth. He is not to be ignored, but he is to be adored and worshipped. Jesus is not just the reason for the season. He's the reason for all history. Jesus really needs to be the reason for our entire life. That is how important he is. Won't you bow your heart to him this Christmas and surrender your life to him as your God and king and the one who gives eternal life through his own resurrection, through his own death and resurrection. Lord bless you and thank you so much for this. Let's pray and music people can come. Our Father, thank you uh, for baby Jesus. And Lord, these words do not do him justice. But we pray for all the people of this world, in our churches, in our country. Lord, that we would adore him. We would bow our knees to him and worship him and enjoy him and rejoice in him. Find our hope and love and joy and peace in him as well. Thank you for Jesus. May he be glorified. Amen.